his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. What's driving the conversation in California today? Every weekday at this time, we explore a topic that's making news in our state. This is the State of California. Good afternoon. I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS political reporter and host of the State of California, along with Patty Rising and Brett Burkhardt. President Biden will come to California later this week to see the storm damage firsthand. You could say the president has been in a golden state of mind. He welcomed the Warriors to the White House today to celebrate last season's NBA championship. Yeah, the Warriors skipped the traditional White House celebration for their previous two titles because they wanted nothing to do with President Trump, uh, who famously disinvited them after the players said they wouldn't go anyway. But now that Joe Biden is president, they were only too happy to visit today and accept presidential congratulations for the fourth NBA championship under the current regime. And uh, also while there, Steve Kerr and Clay Thompson and Moses Moody all took part in a panel on gun safety and uh, gun control at the White House with the staff. The president will come here himself on Thursday, not to shower the Warriors with more kudos, but to see the impact of all the rain Mother Nature has showered on us over the last three weeks. He will spend a few hours somewhere on the Central Coast Thursday with the details still being worked out, Patty and Brett. Yeah, with the details still being worked out, do we know at least where the president will land in California and what he will do when he gets here? You know, we don't. uh, What we're hearing is maybe Santa Cruz, maybe Salinas, maybe somewhere in between, maybe more than one place. But in that neck of the woods, Monterey Bay, maybe inland Salinas River, uh, somewhere where there was significant damage. Uh, And he will meet with first responders, thank them for what they've done. He's going to meet with some families affected uh, by all the damage, uh, people maybe who lost their homes. Don't know if he's going to meet with uh, anyone who lost a family member. You know, we've had 19 people killed in all these storms over the last few weeks. But he's going to, you know, survey the damage, meet with with people involved, and see what else um, his administration can offer. What what more help does does California need? What resources can uh, the Biden administration provide that they have not yet authorized uh, to come help us out recover from this three very wet and damaging weeks? How responsive has this administration been to California's request for federal aid? Well, by all accounts, very responsive. Uh, The governor asked about a week ago for the initial emergency declaration, got that very quickly, and then over the weekend asked for for the broader state of emergency declaration and got that almost immediately. So uh, they've been very quick to respond and send whatever helps of that, you know, triggers FEMA and the National Guard if necessary, which of course is a state agency, but um, all kinds of federal help, federal money makes uh, the state eligible for grants and loans and um, pretty quick. And, you know, this this is a long tradition of this, right, of when there's a natural disaster, when there's a major emergency, uh, administrations are pretty quick to send whatever help they can, and often the president follows. I mean, you can remember going back to you know uh, President you know President Trump coming out during the wildfires, President Bush coming out uh, years ago. I, I mean, this this is what presidents do: come show the flag, um, make it as non-political as possible. It's easier, of course, for Joe Biden when it's coming to California, where he's relatively popular. How would you assess the Governor Newsom's relationship with President Biden as opposed to how he got along with the previous president? They seem to be getting along very well. Uh, you know, it's interesting. Newsom had sort of a counterintuitive relationship with Donald Trump. I mean, they were adversaries politically. 
Certainly, they poked fun at each other plenty. But when it came to things like this, you recall Newsom, you know, he'd get on the phone with the president and Trump would come on out and, you know, he might say something silly while he was in the woods uh, looking at fire damage, but he would come and show the flag and bring money. And uh, Governor Newsom was able to get a fairly cordial working relationship with him when it came to, you know, providing emergency relief for the state, which was really the extent of it. But um, even though they clashed on many other things, you know, from immigration to, you know, a wall across the border to, to everything else. Uh, obviously, when Joe Biden is the leader of Newsom's own party, it's very different. I mean, I think he has uh, a relationship where he looks up to Joe Biden, he respects him, uh, Biden knows that Newsom was part of the next generation of his party's leaders. Uh, they get along very well, and um, Joe Biden's going to do everything he can to help Gavin Newsom and vice versa. I want to shift gears here a bit. Congresswoman Katie Porter is in the Bay Area this evening to officially launch her candidacy for the U.S. Senate. How surprising is it that her first campaign stop is here and not on her home turf? It is a bit surprising, right? I mean, she announced digitally, you know, online, uh, and you'd think her first rally or first big event might be in Orange County, where she's from, or somewhere in Southern California. Uh, although she's not from Orange County, but she's lived there for many years as a professor. Um, but in fact, it's going to be here in the Bay Area. And I'm not sure I'm allowed to say yet because it was embargoed the exact location. But I'll just say that it is at a place that is the largest Democratic club in the country. Uh, and it's interesting because it, it, it's fertile ground. It's a place that um, every presidential candidate comes to. It's one of those mandatory places to go, kind of like Manny's in the mission in San Francisco now, this particular Democratic club, you've got to come here. So it's not surprising that you go there because it's it's a hotbed of supporters and of potential donors. Uh, it's also in Barbara Lee's backyard, though, which is an interesting shot across her bow because we know Barbara Lee's going to run. So Katie Porter is wasting no time trying to get as much free media attention and get it in the Bay Area uh, to sort of position herself as the preemptive front runner, uh, when she could have, you know, been down in Southern California, she figures she doesn't need that as much. She wants to start getting herself better known up here. You mentioned Barbara Lee. Where is Barbara Lee in the process of potentially throwing her hat in the ring? She's going to do it. You know, I was thinking about that expression. When is the last time anyone actually first? When's the last time you saw a politician wearing a hat? That <laughs> That's a good Let point. Let alone throwing it in the ring, right? But Dianne Feinstein, in her statement about Katie Porter, actually even said anyone can throw their hat in the ring. Okay, so Barbara Lee, as far as I know, doesn't wear a hat very often, but she's poised to toss it into the ring because we've heard from her and her people behind the scenes that she's very close. She's going to do it. It might be a month. It might be a little longer, but she's not like Katie Porter. She's not going to wait for Dianne Feinstein. Um, to announce that she's retiring, if that is in fact what she's going to do, uh, because she has to, you know, she knows she can't wait too long. So she's ready. She's getting it all lined up. She knows she has to raise a lot of money. She's behind in the fundraising race. I think she's getting all her ducks in a row. And we'll hear we'll hear an announcement from her. I think very soon. I have an answer for you, by the way. Okay. The the phrase "throwing your hat in the ring." The expression apparently comes yes. from the sport of boxing. It does. Yes. I didn't know that, but I, I did know that. Okay. You throw your hat in the ring and then get in a fight. I do understand that, and I think Teddy Roosevelt is the one who popularized it in politics, uh, like so many other things. Uh, but it just seems sort of archaic, but we all say it anyway. <laughs> Before we let you go, we have to ask about Ro Khanna, San Jose. He's been considering a run for Senate. What are you hearing? Yeah, no, it's interesting. He's He said something that I found fascinating, which is he talked about Barbara Lee and that he respects her and that representation matters and there are no black women in the Senate. And it, he thinks there should be. And he, he is considering deferring to Barbara Lee 
and maybe not making this race and backing her instead as a fellow progressive of color from the Bay Area, that he might just support her and keep his powder dry and, you know, still think about a future progressive run for president, because there's a lot of people in the Bernie Sanders progressive wing who would like to see Ro Khanna run for president. So he may still run. I mean, he's thinking about it. He's going to take a few weeks to decide. Uh, but I wouldn't be hugely surprised if in the end he decides to take a pass on this and just endorses Barbara Lee instead. Thanks, Doug. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.